Today, I want to ask you guys something very important. I'm asking you guys to share your story. It's so important that we have other women and men that are able to share their story. Narcissistic abuse is emotional abuse. It's mental and psychological. And what we're trying to do here is educate other people as far as how to recognize some of the behaviors that are affecting people and they don't even know. Or if they're in their healing journey, like you and several of our other viewers are trying to get past, we really need you sharing your stories so that someone can relate. Your story and your walk and why you went through what you went through is really to help other people. We would really love if you could contact us and share your story and be willing to be bold and educate, encourage, and empower other people who have had to walk in this situation or who have nowhere to turn like once you and I have been. Please contact us, email us at lifeoflivingabundantly at gmail.com. Thank you. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, today, we are talking about um, women and mental health. We are specifically talking about the women that we come across in our personal lives, professional lives, and we are just in 23, just really trying to do something about it. And one of the things, in addition to counseling and coaching that we've been doing, is our um, women's health retreats. So Danette's going to tell us a little bit about exactly what that looks like. And we would love for you guys to join us on July 29th, 2023, here at our practice. Um, and we'll give social media exposure to that so that it'll tell you how to register. Danette, let us know a little bit about the retreats and what that looks like. Um, kind of the backstory behind why we wanted to start these retreats is I repeatedly would have friends, clients, different people in the community and realize that women rarely put themselves first, rarely take time because they're busy with businesses or busy with their families and being able to educate them on how important it is to take care of yourself in addition to giving them four hours that that's what it's about. And so um, we start with a few different just reflective exercises. We do some breathing. Everything is not, um, it's very comfortable. You change it to whatever works for you. Bring a yoga mat. Um, a journal is good. Um, we use eye mask, just the sleeping mask for a little bit of the um um, the day it gives you the opportunity to focus on yourself mm -hmm. rather than all the things that we have that are distracting us um, I've had different people ask about like age range what's good and um, because some people wanted to bring their children we the way it's set up is just not really conducive to young children um, but probably 13 and older those children, those girls might be be able to um, get something out of this. And honestly, to how great would it be if we as mothers 
uh, set that example for our children, that we're really going to take that time to come and focus on ourselves. We have a great healthy lunch, which I think is an amazing part of it, gives you an opportunity sometimes to just remember what that healthy lunch looks like. Um, and then just different ways that um, we as women can take time for ourselves, uh, practice self-care, challenges everyone to try to do something on a daily basis that focuses on self-care. Yeah. What are some of the barriers that you hear women talk about why they do not, you know, set aside self-care at home and why they don't sign up for four hours? Yeah. Honestly, I hear women all the time um, say that they feel guilty if they take time for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, if their job is being in the home and raising the children, they don't feel like they can take away from that. Or if they have a job and they're raising children at the same time, they feel like their time is so stretched anyway. But then you talk about like, what do you do? If you can't take that four hours, what do you do on a regular basis? And most of the time the answer is they don't. Yeah. So as far as like, do you hear sometimes that they feel any guilt from the spouse taking that time out? Um, sometimes, honestly, though, most of the time what I find is, is the guilt that the, the woman puts on herself. How can you help speak to our viewers to make that time out and like understanding the importance of a healthy you is a healthy family. Like you're, you're right. giving everybody your bare minimum. Right. Imagine if you're giving them a rejuvenated you. Right. That's one of the things like I think about on the little informational slideshow that we have. It has a picture of a battery that's run down and it talks about like we wouldn't let our cell phones run down like that. But we run off of that bare minimum energy all the time. And just that it's really a gift that you're given to your family to your job, to whatever your life looks like, your friends, if you take that time to take care of yourself. We are in such a um, hustle society that we think that's the most important things. But then we sit and, and hear about different health issues that come up, not just for women, but for men as well, but definitely health issues that come up as a result of you know, things that that should be regular care, like just making sure we're eating some healthy foods, that we're drinking water and trying to hydrate, that we sleep. Right. What a big deal to be able to have some healthy sleep. And it plays such a role in different um, uh, health problems that we see all the time in American society. Right. And and making sure like we're eating out of the food groups and not necessarily dairy and things like yep. that, but like vegetables. Yep. Our plates should be colorful. Colorful. That's my favorite thing to say. And it aggravates people all the time. But like, think about when you sat down to a meal, especially, and listen, I, I have five children. So I understand they're grown now, but I understand the challenges of having to be here and there and everywhere. 
and drive through might be your only option. But, you know, with the Happy Meal, get some apples, right. you know, something that is colorful, not a beige plate. Right. And, and explain beige to some people. Be beige. The color is just, there's no color on your plate. So you might have French fries, you might have chicken nuggets, you might have mashed potatoes, like, eh, and then you've got to roll all beige. Yeah. And bunch of carbs that bunch of carbs to the body but eventually store it as yeah yeah and i'll watch it and i'll look at some place and i'm just like go starch because there's lots <laughs> <of starch. laughs> not the starch is terrible and not that you can't have a drive-through if everybody's in a hurry but to be conscious of how colorful is my plate right and choosing grilled chicken instead of fried chicken. Like, yeah. I think every restaurant now has some. some or, it, it may be a little dry, you know, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pick your favorite. Pick yeah. Pick your favorite. For sure. So with the retreats, do you have any feedback as far as are people really incorporating this into their lifestyle? And if they're not, why do you think we're not? <laughs> I think at the very least that like what. Once you hear something, you can't unhear it. And I think that's a positive thing. So yes. if you if you commit to just that one Saturday, like come back and join us the next month. Right, but right. even if you don't, just that awareness, my hope is that you're incorporating something. Yes. It doesn't have to be huge. I, I talk to people all the time, students or um clients every session is what are you doing for yourself what have you done for yourself and what do you plan to do for yourself this week yeah. and so like you don't you don't totally have to give up every beverage you drink and only drink water but add a bottle of water to your day and see if that you'll you'll see a difference in that and, you know, trying to have a regular bedtime, knowing the idea of like what healthy sleep looks like, right. put your phone away, turn it off. Yeah, turn it off. Um, and then another thing that we're doing in addition to the monthly retreats is we really don't have a, a huge weekly following on it at all, but we're trying to um, advertise that on Fridays at 11 a.m. We're doing a deep breathing um, component where it, it's a small group and we're just teaching people how to deep breathe and how to meditate and take that hour for yourself. And I realized um, just doing it with the interns or last week, I just had one client. So it turned into a one-on-one. -on -one. I agree with what you say. Like it's hard to unlearn that the next time you're having some sort of mm -hmm. anxious moment or you're stuck in a situation that you need to think through mm -hmm. because again, nothing requires an immediate response or answer. And just sometimes taking a deep breath in between. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm hoping like just that hour of teaching those classes and it's more so like we are together learning, mm -hmm. you know, is how um, I want us to communicate this to people because we have pieced things together and we have learned along the way. This is not anything we all jump into and we already know or are masters no. at, at any of this. So mm -hmm. find a friend that you want to learn with and attend or um, and really trying to make this 
cost effective, which leads into our next segment. Like we cannot even give away free health. <laughs> Can you please talk a little bit about? Um, and that's that comes from that comes from a text that Christian and I were going back with this week, back and forth with this week, and um. Uh, she said what do you want to talk about we named some things and I said or we could talk about how we can't give away self-care we cannot can't give it away so (laughs) what does that mean in our society that we cannot offer you know um, the way our retreats are set up it's based on a love offering we absolutely would love for you to make an offering (laughs) because you know it provides food and all the things that it takes to just keep the center running and so we absolutely would love that but if you can't still come and and again like free it's free (laughs) self-care it's free and you get so much like our last one like she talked about like the the deep breathing exercises, you have um, essential oils. So like our July 29th one, I was telling a neighbor about it at the pool. She brought me her entire essential oils book. So we'll be doing like just some self-awareness and self-education. Like, again, we're not pros, we're not doctors, but we, we are giving you the information for you to go and do further research. And we're at least introducing you to something because again, mm-hmm. you can't unhear or unlearn what you've just learned. So we've got essential oils. We're doing stretches. Um, We have an amazing spa room where you get to take a nap uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. There's no cell phones. There's no children coming in. No one is allowed to ask anything of you for four hours that you don't want to do. And if you decide you're going to lay on the floor for four hours here, you are getting exactly what you need. Um, We have like a massage therapy room where you can either lay on the table or you can lay on the chairs. The chairs are not as popular. We heard the last time, but the power of silence and solitude. Um, So we're offering all these different exercises. I think for the July one, I came up with a great idea of like a foot washing um, or foot soaking for one of the breakout sessions. Um, and of course, we'll we'll discuss like the spiritual component and um, cleansing and all of that at the retreat. But there's so many different things that we offer and we introduce healthy foods. And it's okay if it's something you don't eat. Again, we're introducing something mm-hmm. new that is healthy to you, um, that you leave here with something that empowers you and it encourages you to try it at home not only with yourself, but with your family. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Can't even give away self-care. So we really do want to. <laughs> and again, these are things that we have found along our journeys that have really helped. And what works for me does not work for her. And what mm-hmm. works for her does not work for me. But we have such a variety that we're trying to offer Um to, to different women ages with or without children. Um, a lot of people are nesters, you know, some are, are young moms. So it, we're, we're trying to give a mixture of different things that will work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the um, things for both of us, I know myself for sure, <laughs> being able to do this every month reminds me like I'm supposed to be taking care of myself. I've not 
always been good at it and some months I'm still not good at it but just that reminder of how good you can feel and how energized you can feel by actually put, putting that time and effort into that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are all the extra things that we offer are um, real, not real, but like what <laughs> we do uh, per se, like a nine to five. Jeanette is also an instructor. In addition to this, I do um, counseling and coaching full time. Um, but one thing that we want to kind of also introduce to you guys as far as what we're doing differently than just traditional counseling is we see a lot of stories. Um, it, it's not just marriages, it's um, individuals, it's students. Um, we deal with people in the church, um, leadership, lay leaders, pastors, lawyers, doctors. We deal with everyone and a lot of the things that we are seeing no matter what if not the families directly then indirectly these families are dealing with um someone in the family that is high conflict mm -hmm. and um having personal journeys ourselves um dealing with some of that we have really come up with something very creative that kind of paves the way to help deal with family members who are high conflict. But specifically, um, I've introduced something to the courts that um, it's kind of like a high conflict slash emotional management program for families who are dealing with this. And typically it's dealing with one of the family members, the, the husband, wife, or mother, or father having a personality disorder. So um, that that has just kind of taken off in its own regard. Um, like part of it, how it started was to help communicate with attorneys. Um, we're here to help emotionally manage your clients when they're going through these court cases or these divorce or child custody cases um, because attorneys are not counselors. Counselors are not attorneys. So we don't try and, you know, be in anyone else's lane. But this is something that has been so beneficial and it, it it's again like we're not tap dancing but some days we look at each other and say what made us do this <laughs> like it's a challenge it sure. is a challenge um but the reward is it it's amazing sometimes we don't get to see the fruition of how it goes through the courts but we know the work that we see in front of us and the biggest thing that we try and focus on are the children, mm -hmm. like specifically the children and helping parents like understand it's not about you. <laughs> it's yeah. really not, um, mm -hmm. not necessarily talking about a case, but like what, what would you like to share as far as like how in the world we landed this and, and how <laughs> it's really working out. I didn't. It really is. I had no expectations. That's one thing you taught me last year. <laughs> No um, the one thing and, and um, to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, uh, some of some of the situations we have very much involved personality disorders. Some, however, have they come out of people. This is what's worked for them. Not really worked, but sort of worked for them for years and years and years. And now, you know, like children get older and then that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And so having to completely 
relearn how to communicate with each other, how to communicate with your children, how to see them in uh, different developmental stages, I think is greatly challenging for a lot of people. And especially if you're in a situation where the parents are not together. And so you've got the conflict there. You might have conflict of additional step parents, things like that. Um, so what I what I've noticed throughout the years and with what we've worked on is the court can only do so much in situations like that. And they've got like this brief period of time that they hear from either parent. Right. So like they have to decide in that 20 minutes what the big picture is. <clears throat> I don't figure that out with clients in 20 minutes. Right. And then the children very rarely have any kind of say so in what's going on. Even when you have like children who are older, like occasionally they can have some say. But um, what I find is the and you said this the other day trust the process the process that we've come up with works i mean it really like shines light on places where people can make changes um some parents who have um because of whatever conflict they are have uh unstable relationship with their children this is like their chance yeah. to find some new ways to work with their <clears throat> children and have a better relationship absolutely like how important do you think it is for the children to have a voice in this process um age appropriate age appropriate but the thing of it is like children should always have a voice, you know, and not that you get, they get to run the show or anything, which I think some parents kind of worry about, but like, if you just give a child a voice, it just establishes that you recognize them as a human and that they have feelings and emotions that come into play. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what they get to do. Even if parents have to hear maybe some difficult things, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for you, like hear them and, you know, try to come up with new ways for both, both parents and the children to work together. Do you find it difficult for the parent parents to be receptive to what the children are saying? Like, are they resistant to it? The parents? <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes they'll say, I never knew that. Well, because we're not really, you know, just like with women, we're not taught as women. I never remember my mother, aunts, friends, anybody going, hey, what did you do today to take care of yourself? We, <laughs> it doesn't like, you know, it's not part of the learning experience. When I was in college, I don't think anybody ever said, what are you doing for self-care? And so think about that with parents. I mean, do we say out loud, and I'm thinking like generationally, have we said out loud, you should really listen to your children and hear what they're saying. Sometimes not. And that's not somebody's experience growing up. Maybe they weren't heard. Right. Or they just think, I, you know, I have to teach children and I have to push them and I have to make sure they do everything right. And we're not listening. Right. 
Right. Do you find the children having a hard time communicating to the parent um, for that learning opportunity, like expressing their feelings? Sometimes, <laughs> but I also have some other children that have been involved in their own therapy and learning how always in a very respectful way to speak up and talk about how they feel. They're good at it. But, but you know, how great would it have been if we were all taught from that very early age that you don't always get your way, but you always get to voice your feelings and your opinions. And you'll have 50-year-old people acting out, not getting their way. Yes. And it just, it creates conflict. And yes, it does. It's only so much... And co-parenting is difficult, and that's a lot of what you've been working with with some of the parents. And um, but if you don't have the knowledge to start with, that's that's important. Yeah, yeah. And and I like when I it turns into a whole kid fest sometimes, where I'm just explaining sometimes from the child's perspective mm -hmm. because we have that insight, and it's so hard for parents to hear their own children because we come in in such an authoritative mm -hmm. um, sense. And you, I just like to speak from the perspective of the child and how they will view you today, tomorrow, and in the future. And it gets parents thinking, mm -hmm. you know, like we have them for such a small period of time. What do you want your adult relationship to look like with your children? Right. Um, right. So I, I enjoy the parenting perspective. <laughs> Yeah. And one of the things that I say a lot is, is, is this, you know, heal you're willing to die on more important than relationship. Mm -hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, relationship is always more important. Right. right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Anything else you feel like we can share today with our audience about services and not being able to give away self-care. We have great therapists here. If you or anybody you know are looking for what we're talking about today, reunification process um, or therapy, men, women, children, we have wonderful therapists and it can really um, be life-changing. It can be. It can be. And then we do co-parenting. We also mm -hmm. are one of the um, facilities listed, though we haven't done the classes in a while for the co-parenting, the court order co-parenting classes when you're divorcing. Um, we're like a, a, a one-stop shop. We I do the divorce mediation where I work with local attorneys, um, where we divide property, we do parenting plan modifications. Um, we do a lot of things to help not exhaust the courts. Um, and for families to be empowered in handling those situations privately yeah. versus bringing them into the courts. But sometimes when you're dealing with such high conflict, um, it does make that that choice rather difficult, but it can be done. And, and to add on to that, we're, tr you know, ultimately the financial cost of conflict that's settled just in court is outrageous. Thousands. Right? Yeah student loan thousands, couple of cars, like it, it gets outrageous. And we settle those things privately for nowhere 
close to any of that. Yeah. And again, it's it's not about monetary, but it's it's the investment in time that you're putting in your future relationships and the hope in your children um, and their futures um, to make it a positive transition for them and whatever you're dealing with. So. Yeah. Well, that's all we have. Danette, let us know how we can reach you on social media. <laughs> it's Danette Hurley, Faith Danette on um, Facebook, Danette Hurley on Instagram and TikTok. And I think that's it. That's it. And um, always looking for new people so that we can interview for the podcast. So make sure you email at lifeoflivingabundantly at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Are life's challenges weighing you down? Do you need a guiding hand to help you navigate through difficult times? Introducing Serenity Counseling, your trusted counseling and mediation center located in Gallatin, Tennessee. We specialize in supporting individuals, including adolescents and adults, couples, families, marriages, and those going through difficult situations like substance abuse or difficult transitions like divorce. Our compassionate and experienced counselors are here to lend a listening ear, offering personalized guidance to help you find clarity, healing, and understanding. At Serenity Counseling, we believe in nurturing your mental and emotional well-being. Our dedicated self-care coaching sessions will empower you to manage stress, build resilience, and discover your inner strength. Hi guys, my name is Christian Sid, better known as Lola. I am the founder of the Serenity Counseling and Mediation Center and the Life of Living Abundantly platform. I help clients through difficult relationships with personality disorders. As a high conflict resolution expert, I resolve cases in family courts effectively through my coaching strategy. Please reach out to schedule coaching with me or counseling with one of our other providers. Here, we handle traditional needs for counseling services with some insurances accepted. Call us today and follow us on social media at Serenity Counseling and Mediation Center and at Life of Living Abundantly. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. Thank you for enjoying that episode with us. I would love to ask you guys to do a few things for me. If you can, please subscribe, download, and leave a review. And if it is on your heart, please share an episode with anybody who may come to mind so that we can get this positive message out to those who need to receive it. Thank you. Bye-bye.